the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God is our source. He knows all, hears all, sees all, and is all. Just as we are covered in prayer, even when we don't know it, we must pray for others even though they may never even know it. What matters is that God knows. We must do all we can while we can and leave the rest to Him. He knows exactly what to do in every situation and does it. What is far better is that we show personal appreciation and give words of encouragement at every opportunity. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander speaks to us today. If you're not patient with those you are providing medical care for, you can worsen the the patient's condition. Uh, You can create more stress on the patient. As many of you know, it takes a lot of patience to deal with those who are difficult. And some patients can be hard and mean and cantankerous. Don't touch me and scream and holler and cuss you out while others are so nice and compliant and willing to work with you and they're a joy to work with. And, I, you know, don't, and they don't know. It's not good to be hollering and screaming and cussing at the nurses and the doctors and everything. You don't know what's in that needle. I mean, you better. <laughs> I, I say, oh, how you doing? Oh, it's a beautiful day outside. God is good. Say, say something nice. It takes faith. You don't know what they put in you. You just think, you know, you can't even read the prescription. <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. There are doctors who are hard to work with. There are medical supervisors who are hard to work with. You be yourself in the Lord and don't give people what, what they shouldn't be getting. Number seven, we're almost done. Uh, you must uh, possess spiritual strength. That's another spiritual characteristic. You must possess spiritual strength. Ephesians 6.10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now. To those who are in the medical field and and all the rest of you, the Lord commands you to be strong. Say be strong. strong. There is not a command that tells us to be weak. Nowhere in there. No one, nowhere in the Bible tells you weak folk don't get anything done. The Bible says be strong. Be strong in physical strength. No, be strong in the Lord. Because if you are spiritually weak, you are easily distracted when you are spiritually weak in the workplace, in your family, as a mother, as a father, as a, as a home school person, as a Christian teacher, secular teacher, charter school teacher, whatever. When you're not strong, you're going to be unsettled. When you're weak, you're going to be fretful in the workplace. When you're weak, you're going to be more worried. When you're weak, you're going to be more stressed. 
which hinders your ability to effectively serve others. That's why the scripture says, be strong. We are business owners out here. You have to be strong. I have to be strong in the Lord. You don't want a weak, wimpy pastor. This church didn't get here through wimpiness. I have to exude spiritual strength. There are people coming at me all kinds of ways. Everybody's not nice to me. 99% of them are now. Don't get me wrong. Everybody's not nice. And you got to be. And when people challenge you, you have to be able to have the wisdom to know what to say, what not to say, and the grace enough to align them back in the will of God and just calm them down and ask them poignant, penetrating questions. And when you begin to ask them questions, that settles down. I said, Brother Sons, wait a minute. What's precipitating that question? What's your motive behind that question? Somebody asked me one day, I was in their house and I just eaten their meal in a ministry meeting. You know, I don't know, some of the most profoundest things come after I eat folk food. <laughs> and so this person came up to me. This is, don't try, don't try, this person's not here, so don't be wondering about that. And it was many years ago. They've been long gone. Okay, they're not even in the city. So don't even think like that. Don't go back. Don't try to search. Don't go in your search. Allow your search engine to do nothing. So... So he, he asked me, he said, Pastor, I got a question for you. I said, well, okay, you may ask. He said, you do a lot of good things at the Church of Maranatha. You've been here a number of years and all of that. He said, um, what, what are some of your weaknesses? I said, what are some of my weaknesses? I said, what is that to you? Why do you want to know my weaknesses as if none of us have them? And once I disclose my weaknesses, what are you going to do with the information once it's been dispensed? What a strange question. You got to be able to think on your feet. You don't know the motives of people. And I ask questions with questions. I get to the root and I make people think about what they're asking so that they can soul search themselves and do some reconsiderations. You don't want a weak pastor. You don't want a weak father, a weak mother. You want to teach your children how to be strong and not to be crybabies. Even when some bully is messing with your child over and over again and they be, oh, mama, he hit me again. Mama, <laughs> mama, he hit, he hit me again. Oh, the dad said, boy, you know where I'm going. If that bully mess with you again and you come home whimpering and whampering and you don't take care of some business, I'm going to get you for not getting him. <laughs> you give him one good whipping and he'll leave you well alone. Do I have a witness out here? <laughs> you have to exude some strength, some strength. And besides, you be, be careful who you're messing with. There's another, another member here. I'm not going to call the name. My mind is so good today. My mind. Thank you, Lord. Uh, um, the, the person, I'm not going to call his name, but, but he knew all this defense stuff. You know, when you can oop, oop, and boop, and just, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so, and they didn't know that he, he had, this person had taught his son how to do the same thing and had that person, his son in school as well. 
So the, the, the son would not exude his defense mechanism that he had been taught. And so uh, the dad said, son, you've been taught. Don't kill him now. <laughs> but just release a little on him and that'll cure the problem. Okay, dad. He, <laughs> the next day that boy messed with him. He, one lick, I don't know what he did, and that boy was out on the floor and he didn't have, he didn't kill him. He didn't, you know, but he got up, but he was so, the wind was knocked out of him. And he, he was shocked that the boy knew that, but that boy had power under control and would re- refuse to do what he could have done because he didn't want to get himself in trouble. You understand what I'm saying? But sometimes you have to exercise your strength, especially when it is action time and Satan is raging to no end, you see. So patience, when you're patient, you're not fretful, you're not worried or stressed, and you can minister more effectively with others. But when you are spiritually strong, it is the Lord's strength that enables you to bring a common effect, tranquility, peace to your work environment, which will help you maintain your composure and think on your feet. Number eight, you must possess wisdom from God, wisdom from God in the medical profession, in the pastoral uh, ministry, uh, as a counselor, uh, when you're dealing with children, when you're dealing with babies, you need wisdom. James 1.5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Now, I'm going to say a lot here, so listen closely, write what you can, uh, if you can. Godly wisdom starts with the fear of God and results in a holy life. That's the first thing. This is so big. Godly wisdom starts with the fear of God, a reverential fear of God, and results in a holy life. Okay? Now, wisdom is the right use and application of knowledge. Okay, let me say it again. Wisdom is the right use and application of knowledge. You can have knowledge and not have wisdom. Uh, it, it is to, wisdom, you know what it is? It is to do the right thing in the right way at the right time, the right thing, the right way, at the right time. Only when we use knowledge wisely do we give evidence of being spiritual. Only when we use knowledge wisely do we give evidence of being spiritual. All of you out here on this, on this day, you have to have wisdom when you're dealing with the lives of people. Let me give you a little bit more on wisdom because we need a lot of it. Wisdom is to discern what is just, proper, and useful. Wisdom is to discern what is just, proper, and useful. Listen to this. Godly wisdom often requires us to do that 
which is opposite our natural tendencies. It gets bigger. Look at that. Families and friends, join the Maranatha Bible Church family for our Hallelujah Fun Festival on Saturday, October 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on the Maranatha grounds. There will be food, fun, prizes, fellowship, and activities for all ages, including train rides, pumpkin hunt, photo booths, s'mores, cakewalk, pie bake-off, and so much more. See you on the 30th at 10 a.m. Godly wisdom often requires us to do that which is opposite our natural tendencies. Let me, let me give you a little bit more on this wisdom because we want to be a wise people. You want to be a wise mother, father, grandfather, grandmother, great-grandmother, child, whomever, a, a medical professional or whatever professional you work in. Only when our life is aligned with the word of God, only when our lives are aligned with the word of God, Led by the spirit of God and praying in dependence upon God will we receive divine wisdom from him. Now, I know someone said, please repeat that again. Only when our lives is aligned with the what? Word of God led by the Spirit of God and praying in dependence upon God will receive divine wisdom from him. Now get this. Wisdom is also the God-given ability to apply and see all of life through the lens of scripture. Wisdom is also the God-given ability to apply and see all of life through the lens of scripture. It takes wisdom to deal with all kinds of people in your medical field and any other field. It takes wisdom to deal with the many personalities. It takes wisdom to deal with all those temperaments. Do you think I as pastor need wisdom to deal with you all? I sure do to deal with a baby, to deal with a team, to bless a baby. I have a funeral Tuesday afternoon. I need a wisdom here. I got to go speak on Friday somewhere else in town, a big function where I'm the guest speaker. I have to use wisdom there. I have to use wisdom. When I'm around the table just talking to somebody at, at the picnic, somebody's going to bring up something and I need wisdom at the picnic. I can never let the wisdom of God go from me. Because I'm dealing with t- personalities. I'm dealing with temperaments. I'm dealing with life issues with people. Some folk are waiting for me to get a little close. I'm just trying to say, what's your name? And they say, by the way, here's my issue. (laughs) With with people with attitudes. It takes wisdom to deal with your supervisor. It takes wisdom to deal with your coworker. It takes wisdom to deal with patients. It takes wisdom to deal with doctors. It takes wisdom to deal with parents who have a critically sick child. It takes wisdom with wires all over them. Takes wisdom. You cannot have wisdom unless you first ask God for it through prayer. You cannot buy wisdom. Well, you know what? I have a million dollars and I'm going to buy me a ton of wisdom. You cannot do it. It's not for sale. You, You cannot buy wisdom. You cannot inherit wisdom. You can't even transfer wisdom. It comes only from asking God for it. 
James 1, 5, 8 says, if you need wisdom, ask God, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. Two more and we're done. Number nine, another spiritual characteristic is you must have compassion. Matthew 14, 14 says, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. The medical profession is not a field for people who are angry. The medical field is not a place, even if you're a teacher, uh, the teaching ministry is not that for you, whether you're in a church or teaching out in the school system, that's not for you. You can't, if you're a judge, I don't want an angry judge ruling over me. Wow, I'll be banished forever. Uh, when you're in the medical profession, you, don't, you can ill afford to be hard. You can ill afford to be bitter. You can ill afford to be mean. You can ill afford to be prejudiced. I'm going to do all I can for this one, but this one over here, uh, they kind of, I don't know what they are mixed, so I'm, got, I'm not going to sacrifice. I'm going to give this one this much. I'm going to give this a little. That is so evil until I can't describe the evilness of it. People are people regardless of color, regardless of ethnicity, and we're to give our best on each person to the glory of God, regardless of who they are, regardless of their finances, regardless of anything. They are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God, and we're to give all of ourselves to them because God put us there to make a difference in the lives of people. Why don't you say amen? You must have compassion, which is to show kindness. Compassion is to show mercy. You're godlike when you're that. Compassion is to be moved with pity on those who are sick and ailing, to be moved with tenderheartedness. You never look more like Christ than when you demonstrate compassion to those who are sick, to those who are suffering, to those who are in pain. You must view people as having value because they are made in the image of God. Finally, but not the least. You must be thankful. First Thessalonians 518 says in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I believe the spirit of gratitude is what is keeping many of you in the midst of this global pandemic. Be thankful that you are still employed when so many others have lost their jobs. You in the medical profession and any other profession, be thankful that you still have a home. That you still have a business for you business owners. Be thankful that God has kept your health through the worst of this pandemic, he has kept you. Be thankful that you are able to grieve the death of a loved one. Be thankful that you have God's peace. Be thankful that you have God's presence. Be thankful that you have God's divine protection. If not, this virus would have wiped you out a long time ago. I'm going to tell you something. You to be wise with and take your own, manage your own risk. But the reason you haven't 
had COVID-19 is not because you're wearing a mask. I want you to know that. You can take the shot, another shot, a booster, a shot, and then a booster and still get COVID. Do I have a witness here? I submit to you today, if the Lord don't keep you, you won't be kept. And I dare you, I triple dare you to let the world outdo you. You tell me you can work in that hospital and all these sick patients coming in and out, these doctor's offices and these clinics. You tell me you can go to Costco and Sam. You tell me you can go to the spa and you can golf. You, you tell me you can go to a high school game and you can go to, uh, I don't know, I'm scared to call a college game, will you? but uh, one of these university games where they got 70,000 folk on top of each other, not social distancing with no mask on. And all of a sudden, huh, I can't come to church and sit for an hour and a half. COVID is on the right side of the church at the corner. told my wife and I said it to the leadership if I die I die I want to die in the service of the Lord now I ain't no fool I'm not going to dare COVID and I'm not going to be stupefied with it and I'm not going to be ignorant but the other side I'm not going to be a wimp and I'm not going to cover up and get under the shelf and I'm going to door dash everything. Everything's going to come to the porch and he better sanitize it. He touched that box. To live like that is to live in bondage. Truth be told, some of you have not given your best effort because you're blaming COVID. And you blame it, you know, it's not all COVID. Now, COVID is a problem, but it's not all COVID. Whole lot of that is you. <laughs> Won't y'all just say amen? Come on, let's get real. A whole lot of that is you. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'm with you wherever you go. I will not leave you, neither will I forsake you. And God will take care of you. And you know what's going to happen? Some of these folks have been slipping and sliding and holding back because they're just waiting for it to pass. It has been a year and a half, almost two years. Okay, let's just say the virus leaves March of next year. I hope it leaves before then. Okay, it's not going to hang around forever. No, I believe God by faith. You know what happened? If you didn't give God your best and you kind of just went in remission and went into a do-nothing mode, you have just lost two years of your life that you can never recover again. Think about that. It is gone. You can't retrieve it. 
Why don't you give God your best now? And God will bless you for being faithful to him in spite of the issues and the calamities of life. The Bible says, oh, give thanks to the Lord. First Chronicles 16 and 8. Call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the people. Thank you, medical professionals, for giving so courageously, so self, selflessly, and so sacrificially. Thank you for pressing on in the midst of a global pandemic, even putting yourselves at risk. The same God who brought you this far will continue to protect you. The same God who brought you this far will continue to guide you. The same God who brought you this far will continue to help you. The same God who brought you this far will continue to preserve you. Again, I say, press on, 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 go on, stand. Be strong. Hold on. The Lord thy God was with you wherever you go. And all God's children said, God bless you. And Father, we thank you for the message. You're so good today. And whether we are in the medical profession or not, you gave us what we needed to hear. Because the truth be told, my Lord, The spirit of fear has been ruling your people too much. And when they look around, two years would have passed and they'll be so ashamed because they have little to nothing to show for the God they say they know and love. Oh, God, help us to stand. Help us to take courage. Help us to watch, fight, pray, to be wise in the midst of a pandemic, to manage our own risk in the wisdom of your spirit, to teach our children how to press on in spite of insurmountable odds, to know that you are the God who keeps his word and will protect us in the best and worst of times. In Jesus' name, and all God's children say it. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.